Sinus X minus 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you may be listening to the NA Golf Channel podcast, episode 90. And today we're celebrating a big anniversary. We're marking a unique feat in golfing history when Alan Shepard from Apollo 14 dropped a couple of balls on the moon and had a swing at them. Not always so successfully, but he did hit one. And we're looking at the facts and figures around playing golf on the moon with Armagh Planetarium's Mark Zarzi, who joins us. Mark, hello, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. So Mark, when Shepard played golf that first time, he suggested that he might hit up, that his ball might have gone for miles and miles. So what do the facts suggest? Is he talking nonsense? Um, I think he probably bragged a bit about it. Um, I did a bit the math, uh, taking some um, uh, statistics you actually provided me about McIlroy, you know, and I think that uh, even him would have had a hard time hitting the ball that far, um, like miles and miles. So I, I can cover that if you want. I can tell you exactly yes. how far McIlroy could have hit on the moon, but I don't know how much... Uh, how far Shepard actually hit. Uh, I can only go by his, his record. Actually, a fact that I learned that is that one of the ball, probably the one he hit, actually fell on a crater. Uh-huh. So it's not only that it, he actually did a, you know, a wall in one, so to speak, <laughs> on the moon. Right. So if Rory McIlroy standing on the moon and he's able to take a full swing and, and swing at normal Rory speeds, which is about and 118, 120 miles per hour. So, Mark, what sort of what sort of distance is Rory looking at? So, yeah, I, I took actually some of like his best drive, so maybe 180 miles per hour, so to speak. Um, so, when it comes to projectile trajectory, what matters is the pitch, okay, and the initial speed, mm-hmm. and then also gravity. And this is in the absence of, uh, of air resistance and drag. Um, but uh, on the moon, you don't have that. So if we actually take McElroy exactly with his drive, then I can assume that he hit at that ball, the ball at that speed. Um, and then at the typical angle of uh, 15 degrees, okay? Mm-hmm. So, um, which is how people drive on, on earth, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that would actually not be the ideal thing to do in vacuum. You would like to pitch at 45 degrees because that will actually maximize the distance. And I will come okay. back to that in a second. But if you take 15 degrees, then um, he will reach on the moon, um, uh, Sorry, it will reach on Earth without air. It will reach 350 meters as opposed as its typical range of, you know, 270 meters, which is 270 meters, which is 300 yards, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. But on the moon, you basically go six times further because 
the acceleration of gravity is six times less. So you go basically two, two kilometers or 1.3 miles. So this is how far Rory will drive, 1.3 miles. Okay. So if Rory, Rory McIlroy manages to hit a decent drive, he's going to hit it 1.3 miles on the moon because, as you say, on the moon there's no wind, there's no gravity, yeah. there's no, no resistance yeah. to stop the ball. Exactly. Uh, now, uh, if... if uh, Mark, could he, yes, but if right. he, how, how hard or how high would he have to hit it if he wanted it to go out of the moon's atmosphere and go into orbit? Could he do that? No, he can't. He couldn't. So look, to escape the, 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 the gravitational pull of the Earth, you need to travel at around 11 kilometers per second. On the moon, you, you basically escape at... 2.5, 2.4 kilometer per second, or if you prefer 5,000 and 200 miles per hour. So that's, that's not quite close to 180 miles per hour. So that, no, no, the, move, the, the, the golf ball will always come back. Uh, I yeah. think even, uh, yeah. So the idea where you might've seen sometimes on cartoons of these things where somebody hits something up into the air on the moon and it goes round and round and round and round. That's not fact, unfortunately. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, having said that, I mean, now I don't know if that's possible for a golfer, but it, it, you, if you can eat at that speed at the 45 degrees, probably uh, with a different kind of club and from a different kind of position, mm -hmm. then 186 miles per hour at the 45 degrees, you, you will get, uh, far away, you get uh, at uh, basically three times further at four kilometers. Right. Allegedly, he had three golf balls with him, and he dropped three on the ground. And those three golf balls, they're still there in perfect condition. Nothing will have changed. They're not the aliens won't have picked them up. No, nothing would have changed. There is no wind. There is no atmosphere. There's nothing on the moon. The only thing that changes is over a long time you have bombardment from particles. A micro, micro meteorites impact um, on on the moon, but um, the likelihood is that things are exactly as we as we have left them there, and you know the the footprints are still there and as they were. He didn't rake the bunker after he was finished. No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> now that was Apollo fourteen. That was the last of the Apollo missions, wasn't it? No, no, it was not the no. last one. It was the third one. I think there were another three, um, okay. 15, 16, and 17. And the other three, they actually took a car with them, if you remember. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that was, that was an important mission 14 because it was the first after the failure of the 13th, Apollo right. 13. Uh, and so it was an important mission to bring back some, you know, confidence on, in, in the moon program. Now, you're talking about there being no atmosphere and, and being no wind on the moon. But if you went to Mars, it would be significantly different because there is that wind, there is atmosphere there. Would the ball fly as far? Would the ball fly different distances? Actually, I don't think it would be particularly different because although we know there is an atmosphere and we have seen all, you know, for instance, pictures and little videos of dust devils on the surface of, 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 
of Mars from from the rovers that landed there. The fact is that the the, the atmosphere of Mars is much more rarefied. Its density of the air is much is much lower. So, effectively, the the density. Uh, on, on the surface of Mars is like as we have at 35 kilometers above the ground. So it's very rarefied. I don't know exactly the figure, but I, I think essentially uh, it, only the difference in gravity will matter. And again, the acceleration on, on Mars is, is a third in this case, it's not a six. So okay. you just have to kind of, you know, multiply by three. So Mark, you are you work in the, the Armagh Planetarium and unfortunately the planetarium's been closed for a good while. You haven't had people through the doors because of uh, coronavirus. But I believe there's a lot of work still going on online and also some plans for the future at the at the venue. Yeah, there's big development. I mean um well first of all I work at the Armagh Observatory and Planetarium. So uh, while the planetarium is closed, the research, astronomical research at the observatory is still going and, you know, going strong. So we've been publishing papers and doing researches and in fact, organized conferences online for the PhD students that started this year in the UK uh, in physics. So we're still going strong and the planetarium is closed, but actually it's been refurbished at the moment as we speak. And uh, so when we open the door, we will have a brand new exhibition and we have been doing a lot of things online. So during the first lockdown, we did a lot of um, science at home videos with our education team and with interviews also of astronomers and talks. Mm. And um, that was very nice and very well received. And, um, and we keep doing you know, social media activity, posting videos. And in fact, for the Apollo 14, we would like to have a sort of uh, Twitter challenge um, that like we, we kick off probably on the 4th of February, I think, on our AOP uh, Facebook pages. So basically, we just want families to share videos of them, uh, you know, trying to mimic the, the, the golf shot of Alan Shepard in the, in, in the gardens or outdoors and, or anything ballistic, so to speak. And then the, the best one will be chosen and there will be a free ticket for and some space goodies for the winner. Oh, that's brilliant. When the planet opens, yes. That's brilliant. So trick shots, trying to chip a, if you can get yourself a, a an, an astronaut suit and get out into the sand pit oh. out, out the back and try and try and, and recreate shepherd shots. Yeah, try to, I don't know, hit a golf ball with only one arm and hit a bucket at the end of your garden. I don't know anything really. <laughs> <laughs> hit a two point, hit it for miles and miles, as he said at the time. Mark, thank you very much for coming on and having a chat about Alan and his golf on the moon. Good luck with everything at the Plantarium. Hopefully, uh, We'll, we'll be seeing you soon up there. And keep an eye, for everybody else, keep an eye on social media and get into this challenge. Thanks very much.